0: Welcome to Call Me Basic. My name is Jennifer, but most people know me as MTL Jennifer from my social medias. Call Me Basic will let me talk about multiple topics, such as mental health to vacations. It will let me talk about topics that need to be discussed in our world and I want to talk about. Enjoy this episode. everyone, welcome to today's podcast. I hope everyone is going to have a great weekend this week and had a great week because we are Friday today and I just want everyone to have an amazing weekend and since it's summer we need to enjoy this summertime and really do everything that we truly enjoy. And with that being said, I just want to say a huge thank you to everyone who listened to my podcast last week. It's doing so well and I appreciate it so much. It means the world to me, to everyone who's listening to it. As well as I didn't realize that it was going to take a couple days for it to get approved. It took way longer than expected for it to get approved. So that was that. I was so stressed out on Friday because it wasn't being uploaded on Google or Apple as like the main platforms. So I had to wait until Monday, which was yesterday since I'm filming this on Tuesday, for it to be uploaded finally on Apple and Google. So I was really happy and it was such a moment for me. And it means the world to me to be able to have... A podcast on all platforms and everything so yeah and I just want to say on today's podcast we'll be talking about online dating because that's the new reality of dating nowadays so one of my friends will come on to just discuss his experience on online dating and my experience as well and how it's been working out and how I find it's very different than meeting someone in a club or a bar so let's get right into this podcast joining me on the on the podcast is muggy he's one of my friends that we actually met on social media so would you consider us friends or would you just say we're social media acquaintances
1: ah i'd say we're friends we talk more than acquaintances normally talk i have friends that i talk less to so really oh yeah
0: And the worst part is, is we actually never met. We're just like social media friends. And like when I was flying with work, that's kind of how we met. But we never really met each other. Only social media. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Yeah, it is weird. Okay. So today on the podcast, we'll be talking about online dating and how it's a new reality of life. Because apparently that's how you meet people nowadays. Because you don't really meet people with bars or clubs or anything like that. So how has your online dating to bar slash club dating been going for you? Like, what do you think is different for you?
1: Uh, I think online dating is weird, kind of. Like, just all you're doing is just swiping on people. And it's just, it doesn't seem like you get that kind of connection that you want with people. Like if you're at a bar or something, oh yeah. If you're at a bar or something, you can at least talk with them. You can you uh you can kind of vibe with them a bit.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. But do you find that have you dated someone online compared to a bar, or you've never dated someone online?
1: No, I've dated someone online. It was just, it was, ah, it's hard to explain, but it was like, it felt very forced because you're always trying to keep an open dialogue open
0: and like but. you're trying to make a conversation with the person but it's kind of like oh this is not really what I want in someone but maybe it will work cuz maybe that's what I need like you're you you doubt yourself a lot more when you're online compared to real life I find
1: yeah it's just it's just different because like I said, it's a forced conversation all the time, rather than you just being in front of someone and actually going off their vibe and you're going off their, like you can react a little differently. Like you can smile at them. You can, if you have nothing to say, you can smile or say, or yeah, just subtle hints of stuff.
0: Yeah, where it's kind of different when you do that online, but, When you see yourself, what do you look for ideal in someone or what don't you want?
1: I don't want someone on the spot here. eh? (laughs) Yeah. What I really don't want is someone who can't hold a conversation with someone. Like I'd much rather talk with someone in person rather than texting and all that stuff. Like I'd rather just hang out with somebody like I hate having a phone. Like, if I could not have a phone.
0: That's the thing. I find phones nowadays, like, especially for girls. And, like, I I shouldn't be talking because I do social media. Like, that's where, like, my income comes from. But I just find that it's a lot of girls and even males, I find, rely on their phone. And, like, when they don't know how to make a conversation, they go directly to their phone because that's, like, their protection.
1: Yeah, that's how I feel, too. Like, you just... People can't stand the awkward silences anymore, and that's what I love the most. I love seeing someone uncomfortable a little
0: bit, and see how they react in person. But why would you want to see someone? Like, why? Why do you like that? Like, what makes you? Because you just want to see how they handle it. Yeah, like if
1: something, because you never know what something's gonna happen when you're out in person. Like, you could get put in an awkward situation, and if someone just kind of curls up into a ball and can't really handle. Something different, I'd like to know how they handle situations.
0: Yeah, that, that's a good point. That, that's a good way of seeing it, honestly. But then again, it's also like, if I don't know, I just find out that, that it depends on the person, honestly, because I find also a lot of people aren't open minded. And that's like a big tick off for me. Like, if you're not open minded, don't even try to come into my life. And that's where it's kind of like, okay, you. You meet the person, you get uncomfortable, but then like you try and make a conversation with them, but you're seeing they're not really open-minded about exploring a conversation to wherever it leads you to. And they kind of like, are like, no, I don't want it that way. And it's like, they're, it's one way or the highway. And I don't like that.
1: No, that's, that's the thing. I like having like a open dialogue with people that you can flow in and out of conversations and just, and you can just, uh, how to explain this? Like you can talk about anything. And nothing's out of the ordinary. You can just have a open conversation with stuff.
0: Yeah. But how would you feel if a girl started talking about sex and stuff like that on the first date?
1: That's that's fine. That that doesn't bother me because I will I will vibe with that. I'll I'll go with what they're saying. I may not I may not agree with what they're saying, but I will I'll join in the
0: conversation. And do you think that that's sending signals towards you or you think that they're just open on having that conversation with you? I think it's more of they're just open to have a
1: conversation with someone about it. It depends on like body language and stuff. If they're like kind of forward pressing and stuff, you know, they're kind of into you about that.
0: So they may be trying to feel you out a bit. But sometimes it's what they expect right away and then end up using you for that. So you have to be careful in that sense as well. And I find with online dating, when you meet someone, they expect it right away on the first date. And that's what they want. And that's all they want from you. So that's why with online dating, it can be very tricky because you don't know if they really want to date you or if they just want to sleep with you. And that's where... I find that Tinder is one of the worst apps for that because Tinder for me is more like of a sex, a sex app than it is a dating app. But then again, if I say that to someone who's actually looking for something on Tinder, they gonna be like, no, not all men's are about that. But I look at it as I see it like that from my experience from it. I would say
1: it's pretty much just a hookup app. There's some people that are looking for real things on there, but I don't think they're looking in the right spot. Tinder just seems like a cesspool to me.
0: Just seems like a cesspool. Honestly, that's what it is. Like, I prefer Bumble or Hinge, where people are on there for more of a connection. And there's also, like, other dating apps that you have to pay. And once you have to pay for an app, that's when you kind of know that the person's more serious about it. But overall, I think that just Tinder is, if you do meet someone, like, I've met people on there, and I just say from experience, it's not people are not looking for love on there. They are looking to get into your pants that night, sleep with you, have a great night with you and then chow bye, never see you again.
1: I'm not going to lie, I've been there before. I've been that person that does that. So, I really can <laughs> I really can't say that it's I really can't say that I'm not that person, but sometimes
0: But you still do that now.
1: I haven't done that in a long time. Maybe a couple of years ago, that's all I would do. I would just swipe right on everyone on Tinder and then just maximize the odds of who you get picked with.
0: Just enjoy your night. But, like, how do you know they're not crazy or anything? Like, how do you not expect that from them?
1: Oh, no, you don't know. You're just fucking playing craps. You're just rolling the dice with it. See what happens.
0: Yeah, but it, it's scary doing that because you can basically don't know what can happen to you that night. You're like, okay, she, she messages you on, on Tinder be like, hey, want to come over? You're like, yeah, sure. You go over and this, this girl is a, a psychopath.
1: See, I won't normally go to their house first. I'll normally go out in public with them and then get a vibe from them and then possibly, like go for drinks and then go to their place. Because you never want to bring a crazy girl back to your place, and you know her, then she knows where you live.
0: Well, th- that that's one of the things. Like, I I will tell you one of my experiences. I met a guy in Vancouver when I was living there, and I have a whole YouTube video on this because it's crazy as hell. I met him, and his photos were like the ten, the like ten to fifteen year younger of like younger version of him that he had posted on Tinder, and And when I met him, he was in his fifties and I was, I was younger. I was like 23, 22 at the time. So you imagine like, you imagine showing up to that person's house and like, he's double your age or even more than that. Like that's just crazy.
1: Yeah. That's strange to me, but that's the pro like, that's the problem with women on it. Like they don't know what the hell they're going up against. Most guys can normally handle what's thrown at him, Like if there's something kind of crazy, but a guy's with a girl, she's like, she's kind of more timid about it. She's more, she's not, I don't know if something bad does happen, which I know it does all the time, but if something bad does happen, she kind of can't fight her way out of the situation.
0: But exactly for, for a male, it's a lot easier for them to get out of a situation. But when it comes to a female, and you're not going out in public. It's you're putting your your life in danger. Like you don't know what can happen. And just like today, I had upload a bo- blog post about a situation that you shouldn't be posting your locations on social media because anyone can show up to your locations when you have like stalkers or when you have even hundreds of followers or even thousands of followers, there is that one person who is obsessed with you regardless of the situation. They can pull up to your house anytime. They can pull up to your workplace anytime. So if this can happen on social media just by you posting your location, imagine on a dating app when you're actually going out to meet in person, it's a lot crazier because you don't you're you're alone with that person where if you're away in public and you post your location or with people it's a lot it's a better situation to be in it's not ideal we never want to be no situations but it's better because you're with people and they can everyone can work together to protect you but when you're going to their house you're like oh my god like how the how am I gonna get myself out of this situation
1: yeah I understand that I think women are absolutely insane to go to a guy's house right off the hop like go out in public and go get a meal or go get drinks even have one or two drinks and then if you're not feeling it I guess guys can be pretty much guys can be a little crazy and play it off like they're fine and then get you back into public into their private life and they're a completely different person
0: yeah, but that's the thing here now. Also, when you go drinking, if you decide, okay, I'm gonna have one drink, and then they're like, no, no, have two, and you know yourself, like, two is like my maximum. But you keep drinking, and then you get drunk, and you're like, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna go to his house tonight. Like, you. That's why drinking on first dates too. If you're not, if you're not self-aware of what they're trying to manipulate you into, it can become very dangerous as well.
1: Yeah, it it can. I understand that. That's why I'll always just, when I first meet someone, I'll have two drinks max with somebody and then I'll call it a night. Usually if we're, if we're having a good time, we'll like sit and hang out, but I probably won't get, won't have more than two or three drinks. That way, you know that I'm not trying to push someone into something that they're not into or something along those lines.
0: Yeah, exactly. And like that, I appreciate you for that because you you know your limits and also you're trying to like, tell her like you know what like I'm done like I can't drink anymore. I know my limits. Maybe she'll catch on and be like, shit. Like I should know my limits too. Because I find girls are very easy to manipulate. It's wrong to say this. I know I shouldn't be saying this, but I feel like it's very easy for us compared to men.
1: I w- yeah, I would agree with that. But like two or three drinks isn't my limit, for like being drunk. That's just like a casual supper. But I don't want to get I don't want to get too ahead of myself if someone's not comfortable with it. So I'm just like have two or three drinks with supper or have a nice meal. And then if it doesn't nothing ever goes from there, then nothing goes from there. I'm not going to force a situation that they don't want.
0: Want, yeah, exactly. But it's good that you were like, okay, I'll have two or three drinks at supper and like, if it works out, how more after. But at least you're, like, justifying that that's what you're going to go with for that supper.
1: because yeah, I know it's easy to pressure women into doing, not doing things, but it's easy to go, hey, let's have another, let's have another, let's have another. And then all of a sudden, they're ass over tea kettle, and then they don't know what happened. And it's just, I don't like putting people in a situation where they can come back at you and go, well, why did you do this? Why did you do that? Like, I don't want to, I don't want to get myself into situations like that. It's not worth it for me.
0: Yeah. And that's just completely how you should look at it. If it's, you have to put yourself in that position be like, if it's not worth it for me, you know what? That's that, and that's how I'm going to do it. And it's good that you're like that, because a lot of men aren't like that. And a lot of men are like, no, no, continue, continue, continue. And then it's like, shit, like, what, what did I just do, you know?
1: Oh, yeah, I understand that. Like, if we're out and having a good time, like if the girl gets absolutely wasted, I'll take her home in a taxi and I won't – I'll drop her off the door, get her in the door, and then just leave. Make sure she's at her house safe. Like I'm not going to – I would never try and force anything on a woman. That's just – that's 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 wrong.
0: That is amazing because I was going to ask you this because let's say you guys get smashed and you're, you know you can't drive. And a lot of men, they still drive when they're drunk, which I don't agree with. If you're drunk, you leave your car where it is. You take an Uber home. The next day you figure out something you go get your car. But if you're on a date and you get drunk and you tell a girl, find your way home, how do you expect... The girl to react to that the next day. Like, do you think that she will message you back after you said that?
1: Oh, I think she'd think you're an absolute scumbag.
0: Exactly, right?
1: Yeah, I'm not, I'm not okay with that. Like, if she's not coherent enough to, like, really function or even, even if it's just each of us have three drinks, it's not worth driving. I'll pay for a taxi. I'll get us both home. I'll drop you off first. Make sure you get in safe and then I'll go home.
0: You see, it it's good that you're like that because most men, they would be like, figure out a way home. I've been on dates before where they're like, okay, so how are you getting home? Like, is someone coming to get you? And I'm like, no, like I'm going to Uber or take a taxi. And they're like, okay, so you're going to call your Uber? And in my head, I'm like, okay, I guess you don't want to pay for my Uber it is what it is, whatever. But then you're telling me, oh, we're going to do like a joint Uber ride on my credit card. So I'm like, I don't get men that do that. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm too high maintenance to understand that. But I feel like a man should always pay for your taxi or I don't know. Like, it's just if we're sharing a ride and you're telling me to pay when I'm drunk out of my mind. That's not okay. Yeah, that's a,
1: that's a weird situation. But I know everyone that I surround myself with would never do that to somebody. Like, I, I w- if I'm out drinking even with friends and I have a group of girls with me, I will drop each and every single one of them off home first, make sure they get home safe, and then I'll take myself home. I'll pay the extra for the taxi. I don't care as long as I know that they're safe.
0: We need more men like you in our world. More men like you, please. More men like you.
1: Yeah, so, some, would dis- some would some would disagree.
0: All the jackasses. All the jackasses would completely disagree and now I need to do that. Do you have sex on the first date? Like, is that a must for you? Because I did a poll on my Instagram, I believe last week or two weeks ago, and I think it was like 86% of men or woman expects sex on the first date.
1: Really? I could honestly I could honestly care less, to be honest. Like sex sex is a big thing, but it's not the main, it's not a main thing for me. Like I'd rather get along with someone way more than try and force Having some awkward ass sex sometimes.
0: Yeah, but I was very surprised by that because in my head I was like, oh my god, like these men really want women to have sex on a first date or to print an image that it's like a must. So I was very surprised because I kind of didn't understand it. And I was like, you know what? This is a great topic to talk about on the podcast because I find when you don't know someone, sex is very, very, very weird just having it like one-nighters, anything like that. I don't know about you, I find them very weird. So the fact that you're going on a date with someone you don't know, you might have an awkward-ass conversation with them because they might not be open-minded and they might not be like able to hold a conversation. And now you're going into bed with them, which you don't even know if they're good or not. So you're just <laughs> making the situation even worse.
1: And it's even worse when they're bad. Like I've had first date sex, and and people like like I don't know how, like the women. It seems like women like to linger around longer than the guys do. Like the 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 one night I had first date sex or whatever, I was done, and I was like, "All right, it's like four o'clock in the morning. Like, are you like I'll." pay for your taxi to get home like and then she's like no I just I just think I'll stay the night I'm like uh what and it put me in a really weird spot and I'm like now what the hell do I do like I want this girl s- now rolled over in my bed sleeping so I just I got up and just went to the couch and I'm like this is I know it's weird, but she's gonna wake up by herself, wondering where the hell did he go.
0: But then, when you when you guys woke up, how was it? Was it weird? Was it what, what was it like?
1: Oh, it was the most awkward forced conversation of my life. She's like, "Oh, hey, how's it going?" I'm like, "Good." Like, why are you asking me how's it going? Were you just like, I was just with you? I don't know. It was the most awkward. And then she was standing at the door, like, waiting for me to give her a kiss bye, and it just got really, really weird.
0: So you just left her, you left her hanging there?
1: No, I gave her one. And, I like, I wasn't, it just got really awkward. And then after that, I never talked to her again.
0: You're like, bye, I can't do this.
1: Well, like, she's a nice girl, but she just, I think she got really clingy really fast, which wasn't that really what I was looking for. Yeah, it's just, it's not, it wasn't what I was looking for at the time. And it just got really, really weird. Because then she'd like see me out in public because I live in a small town. And then yeah. she would like try to come up to me and then avoid me. And I was like, what the hell's is, like, this is getting weird.
0: That is so weird that she actually tried talking to you and having a conversation with you. Even though, like, as a woman, you know when it's awkward. So if a man finds it awkward, you know it's awkward. So it's like, why would you even try to, I don't know. That's why sex with me on the first dates is just, I, I honestly, I don't do that. Like I've, every single guy I've gone on a date with have tried to sleep with me. I'm like, no, sorry. Sex will happen maybe on the fourth, fifth, sixth date.
1: How many, how many dudes have you had sex with on the first date? Be honest.
0: My whole life. Yeah. Um, I think zero. Really? Yeah. Oh, no, I'm lying. My ex. My ex is probably <laughs> the only one. But we, but we didn't meet online. We met on vacation. So is that considered the same thing?
1: Mm, I would say, yeah.
0: Yeah. So once. But I have done a lot of one-nighters. So I can't really be talking because that's all I did for a while. But mm-hmm. online, I have especially like, okay, since my ex and I have broken broken up, I think I've gone on maybe, I would say, in the two years of me being single, I probably went on maybe 10 dates in the two years. I would say roughly, I haven't slept with one guy. Like one, like on the first night, I didn't hmm. sleep with any of them. Actually, I haven't slept with any of them past day one because it never made it past day two. It made it to day two, day three, <laughs> and I was like, fuck that.
1: What do you look for on a date? that it would uh, that it would push it over the top for you?
0: So I'll be completely honest with you, okay? So I've been in multiple dates, and I will remember this date forever, even though it didn't work out and it just didn't for us. But he showed up to my house, picked me up. He had Starbucks and flowers for me. And this was, like, recent. This was, like, probably less than a year ago, I would say. He pulled up, we were going out for brunch, and I, like, people ask me all the time, like, oh, what's your favorite Starbucks drinks? Like, what's your favorite flowers? I'm not a big flower person, so usually I'll be like, eh, like, not really care for much for that, but Starbucks, if you know me, I, when I'm working, I go to Starbucks every day. That's just how I am as a person. Hmm. So, as a woman, you say all these small things, but a lot of men don't put it in their brains so we were having a great conversation through text and whatever he pulled up to my house picked me up had starbucks and had flowers for me and i was like holy shit like this guy you can tell that he's passionate about what he looks for in a woman and what he wants and when he loves that person he gives it his all and for me like seeing a man being passionate towards something is really like i find it attractive because not a lot of men know how to show that so when i saw that i was like, "Okay." yes i'm high maintenance but i'm not very like i don't expect starbucks and flowers every day like this is something i don't expect we went on a date we had a great conversation he was able to communicate like that's super important to me he was very respectful that's so important to me as well um he was just he just knew how to make a conversation flow and just knew how to talk and we had a great conversation and then the next day He texts me like a long paragraph saying that he doesn't think he was ready to be in a relationship. So you did all those things. And I was like, you know what? Like, maybe this would be the man I'll marry. I don't know. He was things that I was looking for, like (laughs) respectful, family oriented. He knew how to have a conversation. He was very open minded. He was handsome. He was tall. Like he was everything I looked for in someone. And then the next day in a blink of an eye, it's all taken away from you. So then you're like, well, was that being fake or did he find someone that he truly liked, but he knew that he wasn't ready to be in a relationship long term? So it kind of puts you in a position where you doubt yourself a bit.
1: Yeah, I don't think that has anything to do, like, put your mind in doubt. I think it's more he he probably got a little spooked. That's my opinion.
0: What do you mean by spooked?
1: Well, he's like, oh, this girl's probably so cool, so nice, whatever. And he's like, shit, what do I do now? Like, And then the easiest thing to do is just shut it off. Like, just stop yeah. it. Well,
0: that's what I told him. So after the next day, I was like, look, did I do something? Did you, like, tell me what I did wrong for me to understand it? Because like I just didn't understand it and he was like look it's completely me it's not you but I was like yesterday you show up to my house with Starbucks and flowers and telling how much you appreciate me and my my worth ethic and everything I've been through and everything and the next day you're telling me I'm not ready for this bye so it's kind (laughs) of like I was like you need to give me closure on what I did wrong because obviously for you to be doing this Starbucks is a $6 drink, plus flowers is not, it's not cheap, you just spent, and you paid bre- breakfast, and you picked me up, and you drove me home, you probably spent like a good $100 on the date, and then the next day you're telling me, oh, this is not for me, so you're kind of like, obviously there's something wrong, just tell me what it is, and he just didn't, he didn't know what he was looking for in a relationship, and I find that that's what happens with online dating, is they go into it thinking that's what they want and thinking that's what they're they're meant for, but then as soon as they find someone, they back out and be like, "This is not this is not what I want." Like maybe I should be single. And this is where the games start playing all over again.
1: Yeah, that's uh, I've I've been there lots. Like I've gone on a lot of first dates, and I'm just like, "Oh, I like this girl," but like I like the conversation and everything's good, everything's great, and I'm just like. Do I want to be in a committed relationship with someone right now? But it just, that's the gray area of online dating.
0: That's the thing. We go online dating thinking, you know what? I want to find my man. I want to find this person. I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. And then when you meet that person, you kind of back out because you're like, am I really ready for this? Like, this is a situation I'm in right now. I've been online dating i took myself off tinder i don't i'm not on it anymore because i feel like i don't need it i feel like i was on it i met someone great we went on date it worked out and then a week later i was like i don't think i want this like i don't i love being single but then at the end of the day i'm like i want to be able to share my life with a man and have all these things with them but then you're not ready for it so this is the thing with online dating where you become very unsure of what you want because you have so many options. And when you have so many options, you want to find that perfect person that's going to suit your life and give you everything you want.
1: Yeah, I get that. But that's just because you're attractive and you have all those options. But when you look like me, you don't have those options.
0: Oh, shut, up. <laughs> shut up.
1: No, but like... Hey,
0: shut it's
1: it's No, I'm just saying, it's way easier for a girl to have more options. Like, they could swipe right on anybody and i bet it's a match do this for me open up whatever dating app you have right now your first one okay open it up swipe right on the first person no matter what is it a match
0: okay match yeah yeah okay i'll do the next five okay
1: okay i bet i bet four out of five are matches yeah match
0: match no one more. I got three
1: out of five. Oh, okay. I'll do the same thing. No match. Go. No match. <laughs> no match. Shut up. No match. Okay, go. No match. <laughs> that's five. Okay. I just swiped on five. I'm dead serious. So there. That's. That's the difference. Right there.
0: Yeah, but Women that's the have when you okay I don't want to seem arrogant or cocky or anything but I think when you have when you're pretty you tits? can get more matches And pardon
1: I said when oh, uh, when you have tits and you're pretty and <laughs> That's <laughs> Every guy want to. That's the thing. Exactly.
0: And I find for me because I post my body online people are like oh yeah right away right away like I want to sleep with her now like and that's the downfall about what I do is,
1: is that. Yeah. And see, I have to rely on personality and <laughs> it's very hard. Like I come off as a straight up dickhead to people when they first meet me. Cause I'm very kind of, I'm very shut in, but I'm very loud. So people are like, yeah. what is wrong with this guy?
0: You're very blunt.
1: Oh yeah. If I don't like something, I'll tell you right to your face.
0: Exactly. And I love that because I'm like that too. Like I rather tell me straight up like, no, that's not how you do it. It's like this then someone be like, um, I don't know, but you know, I, I don't think it like just tell me straight up, man. Stop stop going around the bush and try to be all nice.
1: Like I've had I've had first dates with girls and then that I've met online and then the next I'll get home. And I was like, Oh, that was nice. But this is why I don't want to see you anymore. And they're like, most people can't handle that. And they're like, well, you're such a fucking douchebag. You shouldn't have led me on and all this, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, after the date, I had time to process what was going on. Like what happened? And I'm like, well, this isn't, this not for me. And this is why I'll tell ya.
0: Yeah, you. Yeah. You'll you be shut up. And, most women cannot take people that are straight up. They're too scared at because they get intimidated too easily.
1: Yeah, that's like that's how I grew up. That's how me and my friends are together. Like if we don't like something about someone, like if someone's doing something stupid, we'll tell you. I'll tell you right to your face. And I think that's the way to be. People may not like it, but it's it's Yeah. A lot a lot of people can't handle it though. That's the problem. They're they're too insecure.
0: Very insecure, and a lot of people they go online, they'll talk to you, and they'll make up this fake bullshit about bullshit story about themselves, and then when you they meet you, you come to figure that they don't even have a job or anything, you know. So like I've been on dates. Okay, you're a guy. Do you expect to pay on dates all the time or no? On the first date.
1: On the first date, I'll pay. Like that's just I don't know. That's how I grew up doing it. Like you always pay for the lady on the first date and then everything after that is whatever, whatever you guys decide. But the first date, the guy, I think the guy should always pay.
0: I agree with you 100%. Sometimes it happens where it is what it is. I've been on dates and okay. So I met this guy and I went on a date with him and he told me he's an engineer. Okay. I'm like, okay, cool, like, good for you, like, I'm happy for you, like, obviously you're smart, if you're doing that, you're freaking smart, so we went on the first date, and he turned around to me and said, I don't have a job right now, and I know I invited you to supper, but I can't pay, so you're paying, and I'm like, whoa, 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 you just told me this whole fake story about your life online, but when it comes to real life, you don't even have a real job. So it just proves to me that you can't really believe people what they say, and that's why I think it's so important to FaceTime and have phone calls before meeting the person because you get to kind of feel the vibe and you kind of know if they're lying or not. But that's just crazy. I, I, I told my best friend this because this happened recently and she freaked out. I went on a date and the wait we went to Moza. I don't know. I don't know if that's a thing in uh, where you live. But I know here you in Montreal, it's very, it's called Mozza. or no. I, All the Italians watching it are going to come after me for this. Mozza, Mozza, whatever. <laughs> it's a, it's like a pizzeria in Montreal. And it's okay. It's really, really, really good. So we went there for supper and great, great, great conversation. Great person. I was like, for sure, we're going to go on a second date. Like, it was like a great overall date. And I was like, okay, it's chill so the waitress comes to the table and she was like is it one or two bills and he was like no no it's gonna be one bill i said you sure like we can split it like i don't care he's like no no one bill you won't believe what what happened so the waitress comes back gives um uh the say la facture? um the oh my god uh receipt to uh to him and he was like no no she's paying <laughs> And me, I was like, I was like, like, what? So the waitress looked at me, and she, like, gave me the bill, and she's like, are you sure? Like, you seem really out of place. I was like, well, this is the first date, and this is how he's acting after an amazing date. I was like, I'm just kind of shocked. She's like, well, do you want me to go split it? And I said, no, it's chill. Like, whatever. It is what it is. So I took the bill. I I paid, and I bounced. Like, I, I was pissed because that's a lack of respect for me. And, like, when you disrespect me, I will disrespect you any day of the week. So I called my Uber, and I left. And the next day, he was like, can we go on another date? And nah, nah, then nah. I was like, no, like, it's done. Like, finito. Like, you screwed this up. Like, it's done. Like, there's no going back. Like, you did that. That's a lack of disrespect. I told my best friend that. My best friend told me the next time someone ha- that happens to you, you literally get up. Say you're going to the washroom, and you bounce. Like you don't even pay for that bill, because the worst part is on top of it, the bill was like almost three hundred fifty dollars, <laughs> because he had like five or six drinks, Jesus. and then he got an entree, and then he got like um, he got like a ribeye, whatever for like something expensive as a main dish, and then he had dessert, yeah. he had coffee and everything, so the bill was almost like three hundred fifty dollars plus tip was four hundred. So imagine like being like, no, she's paying. That's like a lack of disrespect. Huge for me.
1: And that's a, that's a classless move. (laughs) Holy fuck. (laughs) Like that's.
0: The next day he'll be like, can I take you out again? Like, excuse me. Did you forget what you did last night?
1: Nah, bitch. I'll take you out since I took you out last time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like, nah, like, I, I can't do that. Like, it's just, it's, it's that, that for me was a big boundary that you don't break and you just don't do it. Like that is, I, I can't. And I feel like this is why probably I'm single right now, Is I did, I don't give men benefit the doubt right now because I've been through so many horrible experiences that I just can't, like, I can't do it. I can't grow myself to do it.
1: Yeah. That's, that's ridiculous. I don't think like, he could have just straight up said, Hey, can we split this? If it was that much, then yeah, you pay for your meal and I'll pay for mine and we'll just go our separate ways and don't ever talk to me again.
0: Well, that's exactly what I said. So you sure, like, you don't want to split it? And he's like, No, no, it's fine. Like, I'll pay. And then when the bill comes, it's kind of like, I'm going to pay. I think also if he would, if he. He realized that if we were going to split the bill. His bill is probably going to be like $250. He didn't want to pay that. So imagine like the next woman that goes on a date with him. And he probably did the same thing to all like the next following women, And he probably goes on a date every Friday night with, it, with them. And does that for free meals.
1: I was going to say, that's a free meal every week. Hell, I might start doing <laughs> that.
0: <laughs> next thing you know... Next thing you know, that's what, you, that's what I, that's what you tell me you're doing every Friday night, just finding a random girl and getting free meals.
1: That'd be unbelievable. Maybe I'll even, I might even put out, a, I might even put out at the end too for a free meal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why not go all out and just do that, right?
1: Well, you're already being a scumbag, you might as well be a real scumbag,
0: exactly, like you just add more fuel to the fire, like you're already at that level of a jerk, so why not just add more to it
1: i already gave I already have myself a bad name, so why not just go for it? I don't know people people a lot of people don't like me they just like I said, I'm straight up i'm whatever I'm just whatever. I come across as an arrogant prick.
0: Does your name go around that they don't like you? Or are these all people that you know that don't like you? Like, what makes you think that people don't like you?
1: It's a lot of people that I know that don't like me. Because I'll, like, I stand up for myself all the time. That's, a lot of people don't like that. They want you to be the pushover. They want you to be just the meek, mild person that'll just take whatever. But that, that's not me.
0: Yeah, they from want you to be a fake version of you.
1: Yeah, from a select few people, I'll take it because I probably deserve it at that point. But if someone else is doing it, nah.
0: Yeah, but that's the thing. More and more people are just – I find more and more people, the more they know about you and the more they like who you are as a person will come and attack you out of jealousy. And that's something that I feel like is people deal with every day. And jealousy is one of the worst things. Is as soon as people have something that they don't like about, that they want and they don't have it, they will hate you just for that in- instantly.
1: Oh yeah, like in my high school days, I used to be the most jealous person ever. Like I'd be jealous of guys that were dating all the hot girls and all this stuff, and getting further in hockey than I did and stuff. But then after that, I was like, this is so stupid. And then I just grew up a bit, and I was like then i just grew up and i was like this is dumb so i'm just gonna do whatever i do and if it gets me further than them or doesn't get me as far like i don't care
0: yeah and and look at yourself now like you probably made it further than most of them for sure
1: a lot of people are still stuck in their hometown and
0: exactly you can't complain life has been good and you just become grateful for everything you have
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Why do you think you're single right now? What's the reasoning why you don't have a girlfriend? Or maybe you're seeing someone you didn't tell me. But what is the reasoning for that? Or maybe there's no reasoning.
1: There's really no reason. I'm just... Right now, I... I don't know. I just work so much that I don't want to involve anyone else in my life right now because it's freaking hectic. So I don't want to bring someone else into an absolute shit storm. And it but just, do you it, want to get
0: married it, and have kids?
1: Eh, maybe get married. I don't know about kids. I'm on the fence about that.
0: Okay, you're like me. You're not, you're like me. Like a, yeah, I'm very unsure about that too.
1: Yeah, like I love I love other people's kids because I can just hop them up on sugar and peace out. And then they got to deal with the aftermath. <laughs> <And run. laughs> Yeah, I'm like
0: run, run nah, far, or far, or this... or far away.
1: Yeah, once this kid's first temper tantrum starts coming out because I gave him too much sugar, that's when I leave. Oh yeah, I'm just like, I gotta go. See you guys. It was fun. Why are why are you single right now?
0: Um I honestly just don't know. I have been talking to someone, but I don't think we're at the level where we're ready to date. Um, we're not the same. Like, lev- like, we're not the same mindset. And I feel like that is something that plays a huge factor into dating someone. You're not in the same mindset. And you're not sure if you want the same thing. It can kind of never work out because you're trying to figure it out, but it might never work out because you don't know. So we've been talking yeah. for a while now. And I don't know. And I feel like also this whole quarantine and everything, like, played a huge factor into it. But also like I'm starting a new job next week. I I'm looking like I got new jobs coming. I still do social media. I'm still posting a lot of content. I still want to do my podcast every Friday. I have YouTube videos going up every Monday. I have two blog posts on Tuesday and Thursday going up. So it's just it's already a lot of work to be done. And I don't know, it's if I do have someone into my life, I don't know how it's going to work out, but I don't know. It's just, I'm ready to date, but then like when I meet someone and I want to take that step forward, I kind of step back and be like, is this really what I want? And I feel like also my yeah. last relationship, it plays a huge factor into everything. Like it's just, it put me in a situation where it just, it was not nice getting of that relationship. It was very hard for me to get out of that relationship. So I don't know. It's just, it's complicated and I don't know if I'm ready for all that. But one thing I do know from my last relationship to now is whoever I'm in a relationship with next, I will not be posting my life on social media. I did that with my ex, and when we broke up, it's the hardest thing trying to rebound and trying to have people question why, but what ifs, like all about your relationship, and that becomes very toxic and even harder for you to move on from relationship. So that's why I feel like the next relationship I go into, I won't. I like, I don't think many people will know that I'm dating. Like my close friends and family will know, but I don't think I'm going to go on Instagram, post a photo or be like my boyfriend is like, I don't know. Maybe I'm saying that now because I haven't found that person, but I don't think I'll be doing that once I get into a relationship.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think you got to keep shit private or else it just starts. It gets really messy if something happens.
0: Exactly. And like, When my ex and I only had like a thousand followers, like, and people were like, "Oh, but why? Like, what happened? Like, he cheated on you, but with who? This, that." And then it's like now where I have seven thousand followers. Imagine when I was one thousand stressful. Imagine now. Like, I know followers Mm -hmm. don't mean anything, but it's like people constantly judge me every day. Just today, I posted a TikTok, and people were saying the rudest things to me. I posted a photo on Instagram, people were saying the rudest things on my photos. So it's like. People can do all this. Imagine what they can do to your relationship. Like, they can break a relationship, social media. So, I just don't think I'll do that.
1: Yeah, I don't – it's probably not worth it.
0: It's not worth it. People don't need to know your – yes, I post online, but I don't think people need to know my whole personal life to my boyfriend, to my whole sex life. Like, yes, I talk about sex mm-hmm. multiple times because it's a topic that needs to be discussed, but am I going to go talk about his favorite position and the size of his dick and show that? No, that's just not my place to do that, and I won't do that.
1: Just put it out there as a poll. Would you like to know the size of his <laughs> dick? Yes or no?
0: <laughs> and I bet you 100%, 90, I would say 92% would say yes. And you know, I'd probably Friday, say yes. I'm going to, really
1: well it's it's good to, i don't know probably
0: okay so <laughs> on friday i'm gonna when i upload the podcast i am gonna pull pull on my instagram and let's see who's right i would say about 90 percent of people will say yes how much do you think you're gonna say yes or no
1: on if they would like to know your boyfriend's dick size
0: yeah like if Ooh. i had a boyfriend
1: I would say 85%.
0: Would say yes or no?
1: Would say yes. I think a lot of dudes would click it... I I think a lot of dudes would like to click it out of jealousy. (laughs) Because they'd be like, Oh, his dick's bigger than mine? Fuck!
0: (laughs) Oh, I see that for sure. And men be like, This, that, like, can, can we know, like, is it thick, thin, how long? Like, trust me, men... They become so competitive when it comes to this. It's crazy.
1: Oh, year inbox will have so many dick pics now. Is mine bigger? Is mine bigger?
0: I already have tons of them, so imagine after this. (laughs) So on the podcast, we do a game called Assumptions About You That Aren't True, and you're going to kill that assumption that isn't true and and just set the record straight and just go into it as you believe and just let one know that you're right on this. So I'm gonna go first, and then Muggy will go second, and then we're gonna go vice versa. So my first one is that a lot of people think that I am the oldest sibling out of my whole family, which is completely false. My sister is actually a lot older than I am, she's turning 27 next month. I'm only 25, so I'm still young, but I, I've lived one-fourth of my life, which is absolutely crazy. But with that being said, I am not the oldest. I am the second oldest out of three real siblings. So Maggie, tell me what's yours.
1: So you're saying 27 is old? Shit. I'm I'm ancient at that point then.
0: How old are you? 31. <laughs> well, you're not thanks, old, for, uh,
1: thanks for really driving a dagger into me here. Oh, you're old. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> sorry. Uh my assumption is people think I'm a huge douchebag, but I'm honestly probably the nicest person someone might ever meet. And I would help anyone out if they needed it.
0: If they needed it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm joking, I'm joking. Well if someone came
0: That is very true. If
1: they needed it. Go
0: ahead. I, I can say that's very true because He might come across very blunt and direct, but when you get to know him, he's pretty chill and funny. But he just has a way of being very blunt and straight up with things. So my second assumption about me is that my parents paid for my whole life, including my schooling, my apartment and everything, and that's completely false. If you guys don't know, I actually left home pretty young. And yeah, so my parents did not pay for much of my life. My parents are actually divorced, and I don't talk to any of my parents right now. To both of my parents right now, so I can say it's completely false because I've been paying everything since I've been like, sick on my first job, which I think I was 16. So, that is completely false. And what's yours? What's your second one?
1: I, I don't. People don't really make a lot of assumptions about me, but that's the problem. That's the thing. They just think I'm a straight up. Like I said, straight up douche. They, th- Oh, they also think s- straight up douche. They think I'm very loud, which that is very true.
0: I think like when I you like, talk, I you just talk loud.
1: Yeah, I like to be the center of attention.
0: Oh, so. you do, eh?
1: Oh, yeah. If I'm in a group of people, I want to be front and center.
0: So you'll start twerking and everything?
1: Oh, if I have to show the girls what I got.
0: <laughs> All that juice in that trunk, trunk, trunk. Oh yeah. There's
1: a lot of there's a lot of it.
0: My third assumption about me is that a lot of people think that I actually have my driving license, which I actually don't. Um I know I'm 25 and I don't have, I don't drive a car, but um yeah, so I actually don't drive and you think that I drive. But. No, I actually don't Okay. I'm actually starting my driving license in this year. Um, but, I, yeah, I don't have my driving license at all. Like, I just don't drive. I'm too scared to drive. But I feel like at some point in your life, like, come on, like, girl, like, stop being a pussy and go get your driving license. That's what I'm finally doing this year. But, um, yeah, I don't have my license. But I will start very soon.
1: That boggles my mind. That Why? I'm, I'm flustered with that one actually. I don't know. I just think, why? I, I guess you're, you're in a bigger city and all that stuff. So a lot of people, I guess, don't have their licenses in bigger cities, but where I grow up, yeah. you need to get, a, you need your license because the next town over is an hour away. So if you want to go there, you need to drive.
0: Yeah. You see here in Montreal, like you can literally bus in Metro and like there's buses in Metro like every five minutes. So it's not that hard. I live in Laval. So in Laval, it's a little bit hard. Like it runs like probably every 25, 30 minutes. But if you're downtown Montreal, you can easily catch any bus or any Metro at any corner of the street.
1: Yeah. I love downtown Montreal when I was there. It was good.
0: It's amazing. eh? Especially in the summer. Oh, heaven. So do you have a third one or do you not have one and not be organized like Freddie was on the first podcast?
1: Yeah, I uh, I botched this part. So I do not have a third <laughs> okay. one. He,
0: he did too. It's okay. He came <laughs> on the podcast. He's like, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. And then like he got to this. And he was like, uh, like I literally had to edit like five minutes and be like, uh, I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Hope everyone enjoyed this podcast and had a great conversation about online dating and sex on the first date or not. So yeah, I just want a huge thank you to Muggy for coming on to my podcast with me. And yeah, so I hope everyone has a great weekend and I'll see you guys next Friday.